listening to Remedial Juggernomics, a song-by-song odyssey through the musical careers of the insane clown posse. Because the world don't move to the beat of just one drum, what might be right for you may not be right for those living within the Southwest Ghetto Zone. Hey guys! Welcome to another episode of Remedial Juggernomics. I am your intrepid host, Gossett. I have a first name, by the way, but it's not important. No one ever mentions it. And I am actually super glad to be here. I know that the past few episodes have been a little bit of a bummer. In fact, the last episode was entitled Detour to Bummer Town. But hey, guess what? Our exit's here. We're going to get back on to Posse Town. What's up? I'm very happy because... I was in low spirits when I found out that the that the title for this week's song was Psychopathic. I thought we were gonna go back to Bummer Town. However, good news, folks. Number one, it's not even pronounced Psychopathic. Violent J adorably keeps referring to it as Psychopathic. Psychopathic! So, we're already on a little bit of a loop-de-loop here. I enjoyed the song. There were some uh uh-ohs, of course, but that's kind of to be expected at this point. I'm not going to dwell on it too much. Mainly, this song just had me think about some stuff, and I want to share it with you. And it's going to get to a point. It's going to get to a point where I am going to try and argue something that is very silly and absolutely buck wild and probably holds no actual water. But by gum, I'm going to do it anyway. Because I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the spirit. The, the spirit of, of the Juggalo. Passed down the legends from generation to generation. Back to the Inca. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true at all. Alright. So, what is it about this song that's got me excited? Because what is it doing? What is it revolutionizing? Not a lot. This is a song where Violent J is psychopathic. And he's murdering and getting into trouble this is not new ground for us but patterns are starting to emerge that are indicating a few things first off i want to start off with i think this is supposed to be like a a skit that is uh in between night of the axe and into this one some tracks put it at the end of night of the axe and the one i listened to put it at the top of this and i think it's supposed to go at the top of this one So, it starts off with a spooky little weird distorted voice, kind of like for the intro to Carnival of Carnage. So I'm just going to go ahead and read the intro to you here. The ghettos of America are breeding grounds for the criminal-minded, and for years they have killed one another and America has enjoyed its creation. But now, these ghetto-minded criminals have crossed the line into your neighborhood and will soon give you a taste of the hell that they have lived for so long. So, Pops, this time it's your son gets shot. Deal with your own creation. So that leads us into the actual song itself, and it puts a really weird, interesting filter over the song. So now we get the context that maybe he's not psychopath- Psychopathic. Psychopathic! Merely because he enjoys being psychopathic. Perhaps he is a he is a creation of a broken and corrupt system which seeks to admonish and abandon 
those that need its help the most. And I did a little bit of a, a faux jokey voice when I said that, but maybe we're actually onto something here. And maybe we should uh, we should turn an eye to those who need it. Violent J very quickly starts painting a picture of a kind of downtrodden, desperate youth trying to talk about their daily life. The opening verse, let's just go right into it. Well, I've been to the state house and it sucked. Paid my dues, but I'm still a street hoodlum. Dropped out of school because I couldn't find my locker. Stubbles on my chin, I got hair like Chewbacca. Might see me sleeping on the street. Don't look for a job because there's no jobs looking for me. Boom, there we go. Plight of the common man. I'm into it. Well, I'm not in support of plighting the common man. I like when people talk about that experience from the ground level. Anyway, he's he's despondent, he's despairing about it, and then it all goes to his head, and he goes on a spree. By gum, the violence is happening. But maybe this violence is not violent for violence's sake. Maybe this violence that Violent J is violently violencing has a purpose. You ever think about that? I don't know if you did, because I didn't think of it either, but I said violent a lot. So follow me on this journey, will you? So we have that. He's trying to be serious. And then things start getting goofy again. Remember how I said that anytime Violent Jay's going to be crazy, he's just a like a greased up naked guy running around violently? That continues. <laughs> Starting up verse two. So I'm standing by the train tracks. Then you see me running butt naked with a battle axe. I'm swinging and slicing and chopping and cutting and ellipses. Ah, I'm <laughs> arriving. I don't want to say it the way it, I don't want to say it the way that he says it because it sounds very silly. And we're trying to keep it clean for the kids. So he is air quotes arriving. And this is interesting to me because maybe I've been thinking about this all wrong. I've been taking these depictions of violence at face value, and I'm not remembering important things about Violent J and Shaggy 2-Dope when they were recording this. I believe this came out in 1992. Violent J would have been 20 years old when he was making this. So he was a 20-year-old kid. Let's be honest, that's a kid. And uh, they were also kind of dorks. I feel like that kind of gets buried. They bury that lead that these rappers who dress up like clowns may be a little bit dorky, which is not a bad thing. It's kind of endearing that their idea of, oh, man, I'm, I'm psychopathic. Psychopathic. How do I tell people that I'm crazy? Well, first off, I get naked. Number two, I get a battle axe, you know, like a plus two battle axe. With a silvered blade, so it's good against, you know, lycanthropes? Like, this is what we're working with. They also have a bit of a self-awareness that they're weird, and people don't like them because they're weird. So, to quote again, So you might see me at a festival, cussing, rude, and scratching my testicles, with a cold two-liter in hand, rapping to the bee at the French fry stand. Take it to the Patton Park, then I'll make a sexist remark. I like that they just straight up said sexist remark. They're like, ah, we can't be bothered. We're not going to make another one. You can fill this one in, listener. And I did. And it was very funny. 
I will say this, quick aside, I don't want to make it a thing where I have to talk about every single song, but there are some uh uh-ohs, there is more violence against women and all that. Anything I could say is not going to be as good as the contributor on Genius Lyrics, uh, capital C, lowercase x, capital C, lowercase x, who annotated a line at the end of the thing, grab her by the arm and break it, grab her by the life and take it, they added the note, I wish these lines weren't here. I also agree with that. There are a few other lines I would also much rather not have in the song, but I will just choose not to mention it this time. Now, as I've said, this song is just about being psychopathic in the ghetto and dealing with that. And dealing with a hard life. Being surrounded by gang violence and drugs and things like that. So, my mind got to thinking... What else is there that really covers that? And it turns out that's a pretty common subject within rap music. It's it's like a country song that has mama, pickup trucks, trains, and getting out of jail. It's just, that's a common topic. But I was thinking about stuff I'd listened to recently that sort of put me in that headspace. And my mind went to the album Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. And by gum, if stuff doesn't add up in an interesting way. Particularly, I was thinking about the song uh, Sing About Me, which is very, it's very moving. It's raw. It's real, man. I mean, that whole album is. If you've never listened to Good Kid Mad City, check it out. It is legitimately an amazing album, front to back. It's really good. Kendrick Lamar is, is looking back at his coming up in Compton and is able to put the listener into the headspace of what that was like. You know, the insecurities and the fears and whatnot. But he's covering a lot of similar stuff to what the Insane Clown Posse was doing in 1991. I'm not making a quality comparison here. That's not what we're about. But I will say that is almost an interesting perspective flip because Kendrick is looking back on this introspectively. All right, there's a little bit of soul searching. There's some distance to it. Now you go to ICP when they were recording Psychopathic. Psychopathic. And they were 20 years old, still kind of angry at the world, and also still a little bit dorky, trying to have a little bit of a sense of humor about stuff. And suddenly their weird boasts about, yeah, I've always been a psycho, 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 sick, psycho, sick, psycho, psycho. I'll throw rocks at stray dogs, build crack houses out of Lincoln Logs. I cut class, said I was a faker. You was in school, I was home watching Green Acres. It seems like they were also in a pretty bad situation. And seeing them talk in interviews and things like that, talking about their upbringing, it does confirm that, yeah, they were the weird kids. They were ostracized. They were kind of the trailer trash, you know, of, of groups and stuff. And yeah, there was some violence there, but also they seemed to kind of keep themselves amused here with these ridiculous, stupid, silly boasts. Who really sounds cool? Who really sounds hard talking about, yeah, I'm gonna go strip myself naked, grab a battle axe, and run down the street killing people until I've arrived. That's a very dumb thing. So if you listen to this... With the idea of, like, they're a bunch of dumb kids just kind of trying to get through it? It's a lot more enjoyable. And I liked this. Uh, This may be a little bit of 
recency bias just because I listened to this and what I listened to before was some stuff that really bummed me out, but I enjoyed this. Particularly, I also had the added benefit of I got to go back and listen to Good Kid Mad City again, and that puts a smile on my face as well, and I'm glad I was able to make these kinds of connections. Now, the beat on this is interesting, because they're sampling some horror tracks, which is kind of cool. It's nice. Halloween uh, does come up. They switch some of the notes around a little bit, but it's obviously Halloween. It does go on a little too long, but it's interesting. It doesn't make the same thing of referencing a slasher movie and its tropes and then completely missing the point. It just kind of puts it in there. You're like, okay, cool, and then it's on to the next thing, and I appreciate it. Also, Shaggy 2 Dope does show back up, and guess what? He gets to scream again, and I love it when Shaggy 2 Dope is screaming. Seriously, every time. Big ol' smile on my face. I love that screaming man. Ah, from the top of his forehead to the bottom of his shoes. Which are probably big shoes, because clown shoes. Or not, they're probably not. I don't know, that was a goof. Anyway, let's rank this song. Shall we? Yes, we are. I asked and answered my own question. Okay, so, this is still a relatively short list. This will put it at 10 entries. But even with that being said, we're gonna scroll up, son. Okay, is it better than Wizard of the Hood? No, Wizard of the Hood was a musical journey, and I enjoyed pretty much all the steps of the way. Now, first day out, I still have a place for it because I was not expecting a somewhat tender song about getting that nut on your first day out of prison and, like, bartering with fried chicken. That's still very intriguing to me. Now, the intro. I... I went back and listened to these past episodes, and I realized, like, maybe I'm putting too much stock in that intro. It is good. It is fine. However, it is just a kind of nervous, violent Jay trying to sell you on the premise of what you just bought. So it is cool, but I may have liked it more just because I'm agreeing with what this is trying to tell me, because I have to listen to it, I guess. So, with that being said, bumping it down... The new number three on our definitive list of Insane Clown Posse songs is Psychopathic slash Psychopathic. Psychopathic! It's adorable. It's adorable. I love it. All right. With that out of the way, we are done with this episode. We are done with Psychopathic, and I think we might be done with Bummer Town. I'm feeling good about it. All right, the next track we've got coming up is going to be called Black in Your Eyes. And it's probably going to be about getting punched in the face. So, we're going to find out about that. It's going to be a great time. If you would like to talk to me about clown-related things, or trains, or trucks, or professional wrestling, or anything like that, you can find me on Twitter, at It's Gossip Yo. You can find me on Instagram, where I will usually post some nice little uh, album art of our episodes, at SuperGosset64. You can find me all over the place, iTunes, Google, Stitcher. We're on Pocket Cast now because someone specifically asked me to do that, and it's on there. If there's a podcatcher of your choice you'd like me to submit to that you haven't found on yet, go ahead and hit me up on there. All right, that out of the way. Uh, check out Unfollow the Revolution, improv comedy podcast. We just wrapped season four. It's pretty good. If you're looking for something else to listen to, might I offer Apocrypals. 
are you atheist or agnostic, but you still want to find out about the Bible and maybe not be a jerk about it? Then Chris Sims and Benito Serino are just the people that you need to learn about apocryphal teachings from, including the Old and New Testament. It's actually really fun. They don't need my press, but by gum, they're gonna get it anyway. That's it for this episode of Remedial Juggonomics. Tell a friend. Tell a family member. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop.